Okay, let's move on to more deal breakers. Okay, okay. ready? Yes. So, your significant other is always... T- <laughs> Did you just do it again? I'm sorry, no. Oh. Wait, it was written. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> we just forgot a word. <laughs> What was the original? <laughs> it's literally missing is. <laughs> We've lost it. We've lost the plot. We've been recording for like four minutes. <laughs> I need to get some water. This is very slim. This has never happened. I know, right? Oh, boy. Oh, no, because it's like... <sighs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> how to find dinosaur with like my <laughs> Welcome to the Mildly Awkward Podcast. Honest talk about young adulthood, the messy, the marvelous, and as always the mildly awkward. I'm your co-host Corby. I am your co-host, Maddie. And... Uh, we are here with our very special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. I am your triple co-host, Liam. Your third co-host. You can't, you can't do that. <laughs> Only Brandon is allowed. Oh did, yes. he, oh, did he already do that joke? Yeah, you Whoa. have to be the fourth podcast host now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm the fourth new permanent podcast host. <laughs> <laughs> One quarter owner of the oh, stock geez. of... Mildly awkward podcast. In this new year, we are now a publicly traded company. (laughs) Your stocks are worth just a happy smile and (laughs) the knowledge that, you know, your laughter matters. (laughs) Welcome, Liam. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, So I am a grad student. I am studying mathematics. and the most common refrain I get from that is people saying, oh, I hate math, or oh, I'm so scared of math. Oh, so. see, my first thought was to be like, and when do they t- start teaching you how to be a super villain? <laughs> <laughs> that that doesn't come in until year three, I think. With <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what year are you in the process? I, I'm year one right now. So oh, I'm just so. sort of laying the foundation. Year one of, of four to five. Oh. So this is the year where I meet the future hero. We have some interaction that makes me a little bit hate him, but not that much, where we could be friends or it could diverge horribly. And year three is kind of where things really take a turn. It's that third week milk in the fridge year. Who are we talking to right now? And then after four or five years, I take over the world and make it into a lava hellscape. Okay, I, I was just... gonna say you get a PhD because oh yes yes no yeah synonymous. Um, so out of all of those descriptors, I think you missed one of the biggest ones. In fact, that you're related to our co-host here, oh, yes. Maddie. Yes. I don't know if I want to own that now that you've told us so much about your super <laughs> villain. It. Just a mental note to cut it. Cut Sorry. all of that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, our guest Liam is my little brother. Yes. Um. He's very, he's shorter than me. He's weird, I don't know. Uh, to, That's not true. He's a very tiny man. I am. <laughs> he's using a booster seat as we speak. Too fit. I, and I did bring my bib on me with this trip. <laughs> okay. And uh, speaking of trip, the three of us are sitting, you're hearing a little bit of weird noises because we don't have our usual setup. We are sitting in a tin can Airstream trailer. <laughs> very retro. Very tiny. Mm-hmm. I think it's an Airbnb in this wonderful city of Seattle. <laughs> the green city? The Emerald City. Oh, <laughs> the shiny green city gem. <laughs> oh. I saw a poster today. Green turquoise? Is that <laughs> <laughs> the green ruby city? Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay, stop joking, Manny. <laughs> Let's get started. You ready right. to get started? <laughs> I am ready. I, well, I was just going to say one other thing. I did prepare one joke for this. I, I, no, the other jokes night... have no part of this book. <laughs> the Go other ahead. night I was thinking, I have to prepare something. So I did write one joke, and then I fell asleep after that. And that joke was, mildly awkward podcast, more like mildly potquered podcast. <laughs> 
And you fell asleep shortly after. You I, felt that you were so secure in that joke. I, I felt that really you could proud just of go it. to bed. He fell asleep with a smile on his face and a twinkle in his eye. And in my mind, I was like, you done good, Liam. This is, this is going to land. People are going to like this. And it is referencing the ganja nation we find ourselves in yes. of a legal weed state. Yes, yes. So next year I make my formal foray into comedy. <laughs> we need a year this to is, recover from that this joke. This is a preview. <laughs> Coming soon to the purple turquoise city. <laughs> Oh, you can. Okay, so now it's our turn to do the jokes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Please step off. We are going to play a game with you called Deal Breakers. Oh, boy. He cringed, but it's okay. Um, <laughs> so th- these are questions where we ask you about if you were single, I know you're not single, but if you were, and all things being equal, and you were dating someone and everything else was fine, would this be enough to be a deal breaker for you and you'd break it off with them? Okay, so the first one is, your significant other loves to travel, but only to other cities in their state. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, they're like, I love to travel, you know, Duluth, uh, Brainerd, Bemidji sometimes, (laughs) if I'm feeling frisky. Uh, So I was going to ask about this, because in Minnesota, there are only so many new cities before you start getting to cities where the population is like 3,000, right? Mm -hmm. Are they going to want to visit those cities as well? Or is that like, okay. According to this, yes. Yeah, well, they're like, you know, what's the point of going to another state if I haven't seen all the cities in this state? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, boy. I think that might be a deal breaker. Oh. I know. I, I know it seems it seems small, but the attitude, you know, of like, I got to see, I got to see everything that's new in my, like, really? No. You're like, let's go see the Emerald City. They're like, what about the Petrified Wood City? <laughs> what about the Lomi Mulch City? No. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm sorry. Is that shallow? <laughs> what about you, Maddie? Uh, I think this might be a deal breaker. Yeah, because it seems like a little bit like, do you really think your state is not great? Like, yeah. come on. Like Although I have to say, with Minnesota, it would be a deal breaker. Maybe not in a different state. We'll see. Like maybe California. There's a lot to see in California. Yeah, there's right? tons to see in California. There's, there's, there's at Colorado. least three things to see in California. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be a deal breaker for the first three years, and then <laughs> <laughs> you travel once a year. Yeah, that wouldn't be too bad. How about for you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> it's just a very... Res- I'm like, this is the Mildly Mouth Sounds podcast. <laughs> mildly Mouth. <laughs> Leo! <laughs> okay, no more. We're going to have to edit all of that out. Anecdote, though, so that we don't edit all of it out, maybe? Okay, go ahead. I had a philosophy professor in undergrad who uh, had a... Uh, I think it was like severe acid reflux, so it would like come up and burn his vocal cords, so he couldn't speak that loudly so we would use like a little box oh, with yeah. a yeah i think you had him too oh. with a with a microphone and everything like mm-hmm. that and the microphone was very close to his mouth <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes he would go out of the room and talk to other professors and leave it on <gasps> and as he'd wa- be walking you'd hear this like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and then so... like oh hi john do you have any uh whiteboard markers a white wait oh 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 thanks oh <laughs> and then the door would open and he'd get him, come back into the room so when this started out as a travel podcast it is now a horror podcast <laughs> your significant other is always talking about past trips and finishing stories with but you know you had to be there I guess oh boy uh, so okay are they saying this because they told the story badly and people don't get it and it's not funny and then they're like oh you had to be there and or is it just like no they, they're, they're doing this sort of thing where they're like they tell a story and people are like oh my gosh that sounds like so much fun and they go yeah but you had to be there oh boy <laughs> this might be a deal breaker as well just because that seems a little on the like arrogant side slightly mm. I don't know what do you, what do you guys how think how about you I don't, I don't know I guess if every if everything they say ends with that, I'd be like, okay, that's annoying. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I think you are. And just, if it's a way to like save a story that just is not landing with people, yeah. like I get that. Yeah. Or even like a good story, and then they ended with, but you had to be there, I guess. And it's like, what? Like yeah. I'm not I'm not refuting anything you're saying here. Right. Like, Fair. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, 
I think if it's the if it's the one where they don't know how to tell a story, that's fine because right. like not everybody knows how to tell a story. But right, but if it's something where they're like, we had the best pancakes, and I was like, I love pancakes. Like, no, you had to be there <laughs> for these pancakes. That's a little too much, like Carol <laughs> from the housing development. <laughs> I love that. Like, all right, what about these pancakes? Your significant other introduces themselves as native to any city you are visiting and tries to pick up the lingo to convince people. Oh, um, so like for example, the, like, yesterday we were in Portland and talking to some people at that market there, and they were like, "Oh, where are y'all from?" Your significant other's like, "Y'all <laughs> in Portland." He actually was not a native of Portland, but your significant other goes, "Oh, I'm from Portland." You know, I'm one of the few who's still here. There's a lot of transplants, but <laughs> I grew up here. So they just lie through their teeth? Yeah. Ah. They're like, it's just a fun thing I like to do. <laughs> are are they... Oh, my gosh. I, <laughs> I feel like that would be a little bit of a deal breaker. You just meet a stranger and immediately lie to them? That would be mm-hmm. a little rough. I, I would say that's a deal breaker, maybe. Yeah, I feel the same. <laughs> I think it might be, yeah, it might be a deal breaker. Because it's like, yeah, because it's like, you know, wh- what are you looking me in the face and telling me that right. this is a lie? <laughs> <laughs> no, babe, I am from your home state. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> your significant other has the nickname Desecrate Debbie when she travels with friends. What? Does that say- <laughs> Okay, I didn't write this. Does that say desecrate? Yeah. Like. <laughs> um... <laughs> desecrate what? <laughs> oh, boy. I would want to know where that came from. <laughs> if, if for example, there, I think there is an acceptable situation, right? If they, like... Yes, I mean, if they like to, like, I don't know, watch watch thriller movies or something, and that's a big theme there, I guess? I don't know. Maybe that would be okay. How would you get that but... nickname? That I just totally desecrated that movie. Is that how that works? <laughs> oh, boy. Unless, well, I don't know, maybe. I don't I don't think it's automatically a deal breaker. I feel like there are situations where you, maybe, <laughs> where you could have that nickname that it wouldn't be extremely horrible. You sound really sure of yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I think... When it, inv- it like just because she's traveling, she has that nickname. Oh, like she, okay. like she's traveled three times in the past few years with her friends, and every time they're like, "Oh my gosh, that's a great <laughs> Debbie." Like- <laughs> Counterpoint: What if her friends are just terrible people? And they're like, your significant other is coming? Yeah, have you met Desecrate Debbie? And she's like, you True. guys, there's no reason to call me that. Fair fair point. Is I that a deal breaker that. that her friends are terrible? <laughs> you know, it might be. You never know. No, because, like, you you know, you, you marry your person's, like, family, friend kind of group. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you want to be with someone where you're like, please you cut know? out all of your friends? Uh, do, do their friends walk down the aisle? <laughs> It depends. They're like, we have to because Desiree Debbie's not going to make it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gosh. Okay, if this is the friend group, would you not say, look, you either have to cut out these weird friends or be with me? Don't tell me to cut my friends. I feel like that's just like a whole different argument. That's where you're true. like, well, don't that's tell true. me not to be friends with these people. But also, if they're like hardcore, like, no, these are my best friends, like, yeah. screw you. Then Meanwhile, like, their yeah. deal breaker is your jerk boyfriend doesn't have a sense of humor <laughs> and wants you to break up with all of us. That's their deal breaker. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. I don't know. I, I feel like there's there's ways that the situation would not be horrible, so I'm going to say not deal breaker, necessarily. Okay. What about you? Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe not. I, I think I might be with Liam on this one, to be fair, to say, like, look, there's a lot of ways you could get a nickname like that. <laughs> right. I hope. I'm going to say deal breaker. Oh. I just think that's, like, weird. Because I just imagine, like, desecrate is, like, pooping on statues. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Or, like, yeah. I just is this don't a typo? Know. Is it defecate, Debbie? <laughs> <laughs> and this is the point of the podcast where our youngest <sighs> sister would die laughing. <laughs> Shout out to our youngest sister. Uh, so the last one for now, your significant other likes talking about where they are from with people they meet in new cities, but they get really defensive about their home city or town. <laughs> I don't think this is a deal breaker. I think it's just mm-hmm. anybody who comes from a kind of crappy hometown. <laughs> They're I'm, like, yeah, I'm from Brainerd. It's not that bad, okay? 
Just right out the gate. Like, no one's even it, asked. Like, yeah, they're just really oh, defensive. where do you come from? It would be hilarious if they had something very specific. Though, you know, like, oh, you know, like, the 1975, like, farmer's market was not that much of a, like, <laughs> right? I wish people would stop bringing it up everywhere I go. <laughs> Gosh, it's, like, the only thing that got in the national news for, like, 20 years. Like, can we stop talking about it? <laughs> Cornhusk, Michigan is much more than that. Right. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't think that's necessarily a, a deal breaker. It would be hilarious, though. Same. It would be yeah. a little bit, yeah. yeah. Like, ask her about our hometown. <laughs> ask her about that farmer's market. Say corn husk is from, garbage. Oh, did, did he put you up to this? <laughs> what? <laughs> Slams the door. So this is a, the other type of deal breaker, where it's True. a deal breaker for the other person. <laughs> oh, boy. So, Liam, do you like to travel? I do like to travel, yes. I would say. Um, right now we're in Seattle, as you guys have already said. Has the it Green been Ruby fun? City. It has been. It has. Yeah. Um, and I recently moved to Colorado, which I guess if you move there, it's not quite like traveling, but it is a little bit still. And that's been that's been pretty cool to see. Uh, you know, mountains and also weed is legal. <laughs> mountains and weed. Yes. <laughs> the Colorado motto. It's yeah. Don't yep. tread on my yep. mountains and weed. That's not mountains early of fog. weed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. I mean, they don't call it the Emerald. Uh, the Emerald. I guess it wouldn't be the Emerald City because Colorado is a state. <laughs> they don't they, have. A... They also don't call Colorado the Emerald City. <laughs> so. They they do not. That is that is true. But yes, I do like to travel. Favorite destinations. Have you gone to? Oh boy! So okay, so the pretentious answer to this is probably um, Japan. <laughs> My oldest sister and I v- went there for about a week he does mean my oldest sister older sister as well like yes. we have another sister up there yes for those mapping it out at home <laughs> <laughs> oh maddie is the there's that, that one commutative uh property of sisters where <laughs> yeah so uh japan was really cool actually um very clean i guess um and yeah just a really interesting place to be the food is really good a lot of like fish and rice mm-hmm. um the landscapes are amazing. We went to a Japanese garden today, and they had those out the wazoo in Japan. That is true. I said, oh, I love this garden, and Liam went, <laughs> you would really like Japan. They have these everywhere. But you'd have hey. to be there, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Minnesota's not that bad, yeah, Liam. Really. <laughs> you lay off. Yeah, Japan. But then also, um, I was in Spain uh, last year with my youngest sister, who's also Maddie's youngest sister. (laughs) Um, And that was really amazing. I'd never been to Spain, and um, I sort of, like, assumed at least that, like, the food would be similar to Mexican food, because I'm (laughs) racist. (laughs) It's a different continent, Liam. I know, I know. (laughs) It's just, it's one of those things that you don't, like, have Spanish food in the U.S. very often. There's not, like, oh... Tapas is... Bell, like there is Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm sorry. Tapas Bell. Oh, You're not really building up your case I'm, here. I'm really not. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a really cool experience. Europe is amazing, but uh, Spain was great. We were in the south. It was really warm most of the time. Um, the oranges were great. So what are tapas? Because I know our dad had a very interesting theory about what they were. <laughs> <laughs> I think the words he said to me were... Uh, oh, you got the tortilla chips and the little cheese and uh, just a uh, tapa. <laughs> Which... He's describing nachos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, this is true. So tapas um, are basically just like appetizers, essentially. So they're like little, um, yeah, like mini- miniature food, essentially. Um, but there's some like popular ones in that. So one of the ones is uh, like a potato omelet sort of thing. What's it called? It's called tortilla de papas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, tortilla de papas or patatas, either way. Um, but it's like a, a egg and potato tortilla. There's one that's like a cold soup, kind of like gazpacho, but not gazpacho. Um, although gazpacho... Mm. <laughs> 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 and if I could speak... <laughs> kind of like gazpacho, um, but it's not called gazpacho. Um, so yeah. It's just kind of like small portions, and you typically order, I don't know, three, four, something like that. Cool. 
Five if you're a hungry boy. <laughs> <laughs> so Japan, Spain, mm-hmm. all good places. Definitely. And so nice. have you two traveled together besides this trip, I guess? So I was actually Not thinking really. about this before going on the trip. That So I was actually thinking about this before coming on this trip. Um, I traveled with our youngest sister last year, with our oldest sister, I want to say three years ago. Um, and I don't know if I've ever traveled only with you. I don't think so. We've done stuff where it's been like the yeah. whole family. Right. Um, to different cities or countries or whatever, but it's right. not been just you and I. I. I've even traveled with just our dad, yeah. I think. Now rank your sisters. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Using what metric? <laughs> Oh. Where would you go if you if you guys could choose together? To, well, right I mean, now, just we're right. in Seattle okay. together. Say, we'll say, I mean, but I'm here. So I'll I'll count down, and if you say the same place, oh, no. <laughs> we could try it. Let's try, try it. it. Well, hold on. Okay, I gotta wait, actually wait, think wait, of wait. a country or city. Same. <laughs> three or <laughs> one, two, three. California. Japan. Oh, oh, Japan. He's already been to Japan. I haven't yes. been to Japan. That's true. I was going to say California was my other one, though. <gasps> You'll never know if I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> How about if you guys were going to go somewhere together? Corby and Liam. <laughs> Countdown. Oh, Ready? Three, oh, two. No. <laughs> okay, hold on. Ready? <laughs> okay. Wait. Three. Wait. Okay. Three, two, one. New Spain. Zealand. Uh, oh, New Zealand. Re- Repeat places. Come this on. Is, Liam, come I on. don't want to go anywhere well, you've already been. <laughs> you would take me there, really? <laughs> Medi said Japan, so I was like, maybe that's don't what we're going with. Don't bring me into this trip with <laughs> no, just no. you and Corby and not me. I, I would definitely go to, to New Zealand, though. I almost said Japan again, which is a different place than New Zealand. But I would I would go to New Zealand. It's a cool Do you thing. think... Okay, because I know one of the places you want to go is New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Would it be, would you, if you went to New Zealand, would you actually consider going to, like, the Hobbiton, the Shire sets from Lord of the Rings? If the person I was going with wanted to. If you're going with me, that is going to be super true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, then I would go. I wanted to do that since I was, like, a teenager. (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't, like, actively, like, like, feel the desire to go. (laughs) But I would totally go. Like, I wouldn't have, like, any qualms about it. I'd just be like, yeah, sure, let's go. Um... But, yeah. Where I else guess. would you like to go, Corby? <laughs> I also do want to go to Japan. I've always wanted to go to Japan. I was supposed to go after I graduated from high school um, as like a big gift, but then they had the tsunami there and oh dear. decided to take a rain check. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke in very poor taste. They had enough water-related disasters for you to bring rain into it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, now I see your joke. <laughs> I was like, jeez, Maddie was just joking. Like, oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> we want to thank Liam Coulter for providing our podcast cover. And special thanks to Steve Higgins for recording the original. You can find Steve Higgins' music on Facebook and Instagram. So traveling. Nice traveling. We've talked a lot about destinations. So how do you choose your destination? Do you choose it because... Okay, so I thought you were going to say there something like, we've talked a lot about destinations, let's talk about the journey. (laughs) (laughs) Which would not have been bad, but it just sounded like you were going there. Let's redo it. Okay. We've uh, talked a lot about destinations. (laughs) How about the journey? (laughs) Good question, Maddie. (laughs) That is not a deal breaker. (laughs) This is a late night podcast. We're going to very quickly transition to like the love doctor or something. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not. Well, okay. So there's, I guess there's a couple different ways. There's some places. <coughs> That's going to be one of the promos. <laughs> Sneezy's back, everyone. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're mocking me because I keep sneezing on this trip. But to be fair, I'm coming from the frozen wasteland of Minnesota. So anywhere with green is like being shot in the face with a pollen cannon. And I can't control the sneezing. The air's too good out here. <laughs> a little too good. <laughs> this is Dr. Love. Live from Seattle. It's Dr. Love with the pollen top tonight. Tell me more. Tell me more. How do you choose your destination? <laughs> Please answer my question. Please. 
Oh my gosh. Um, well, okay. So this is probably bad, but I think some places that I want to go to is because I have some romanticized version of what it actually is like in my head. Um, so like I wanted to go to Paris for a while. I mean, I still want to go to Paris for a while, but I think part of it is just because of all the hype surrounding Paris and France. Yeah, and, like you watch Ratatouille a couple times. You know? <laughs> and you're like, this to... is where I need to be. Well, I've been to Paris, so I could give you the real... Is it like Ratatouille? Room. Where it are is, the talking rats? Uh, there are a lot of talking rats. That's basically what the Eiffel Tower is. It's run by talking rats. <laughs> like, you'd be surprised. No French people at all. Just rude talking rats. <laughs> AKA French people. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Am I bad? <laughs> this is really no. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, TJ, drop that beat. We're gonna do the Corby Paris <laughs> diss track. Apparently, <laughs> you're all yeah. talking rats. <laughs> <laughs> That's then you then you drop the dubstep beat and then it's you drop the mic and get out of there. That's how it is. So so that's I guess one way. But then other ways are um, I feel like like at least. Seattle and Portland and stuff like that is from like seeing pictures of the landscape and stuff and being like, wow, that's amazing mm-hmm. in pictures. I'm sure it's incredible in real life. Does it hold up? It does. We were at the beach yesterday and holy cow. Oh, no. <laughs> it was beautiful, but you can't see the pictures. You weren't there. You had to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, I've seen beaches. Too. Oh, no, you had to be there, though. <laughs> How do you choose your destinations, Corby? Say it, say it. Well, I mean, why do you want to go to Japan, let's say? I spoke Japanese. I spoke Japanese <laughs> for quite some time and then hit my head and no longer came. <laughs> I took Japanese for uh, three and a half years in high school. And oh, so I nice. was just like, with that, you also do like a lot of like culture education on it. Sure. And I would say that'd be kind of cool to go. Um, Can you say something in Japanese? Uh, the only thing I can say, I apologize to anyone who's listening. <laughs> Um, I can say Oterayitimoides ka, which means mean? may I use the restroom, please? <laughs> That's I always, actually good. Yeah, because I always be like Sensei, Oterayitimoides ka, and she's like, hi. So that's that's all I can remember. Full sentence question. So that would but have been useful in Japan when we were there. Why? What did you run into that situation a lot? Or? We, I guess no. That's that's true. But it would have been nice. It's, it would have saved some time looking for things. <laughs> nice, Manny. Yeah, with choosing destinations, I was talking to our little sister about this. Um, I haven't been on, like, a trip for fun in years, probably, like, six or seven years. So, like, usually the destinations that I travel are because there's family there or there's people there or it's, like, for some other purpose. I think with this trip, it was sort of like, oh, it looks kind of cool. You guys are interested. Sure. It sounds fun. Hmm. So I don't really know what my process is. So how do you pack? Are you an overpacker or an underpacker? Oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely an overpacker. Really? Yes. Yeah. Every time I pack, there's like <laughs> probably 30% of what's <laughs> in my suitcase I never use. <laughs> <laughs> like what kind of stuff? Like, like I'll go on like a three day weekend trip, right? And bring like three workout shirts. Like <laughs> so you don't even have like three full days in one city. Like I'm right. not going to use that. <laughs> I will say that does ring true because earlier you were packing up your stuff because your flight leaves early tomorrow. <laughs> and one of the sentences you told me was, hey, can you hand me my suit? <laughs> what? Okay, okay. That There is a reason for that. That was not overpacking. How dare you? That was, I have a, um, an interview. If you're listening to this, Haze, I would love that job. <laughs> um, I have an interview on Wednesday um, because it's a Minnesota company and I wanted to get a job in Minnesota. I see. Yeah. So I so, needed that suit, really. You Wait. should have worn it to the Japanese garden, though. Let's be real. But you're you know. like for the yes. summer or? Yeah, for the summer. Oh, OK. Gotcha. I was like, the- Wait, I thought you were going to school. I'm quitting I'm school. I'm done. You said you were in for the long run. <laughs> Just, if you can hire me before finals, that would really be great. That'd be a good feeling. That'd be choice. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be real clutch. Can be yes. So, and also, I was telling Maddie earlier today, I do like to smoke a cigar once in a while. Um, and I packed like eight for this trip, which <laughs> we're gonna be here for like four days. I fully expect to maybe smoke two. Like that's it. And like, yeah, I don't think I, I think the She's whole trash though. He's right? chain smoking cigars, yeah. you guys. Yeah, really. Maddie, what's in your bag that you haven't used? And this isn't me being like, like I know what's in your bag. <laughs> um, I packed pretty light this trip. I had like mm-hmm. one little tiny bag. 
Ooh, I think I brought some makeup I haven't used. But even that was pretty light. Yeah, I'm usually an overpacker, but this trip I packed light. But even then, I'm like, I have a few shirts that I'm not going to get through. Yeah. So I, like, I have a shirt for like every night yeah. that I'm going to bed. I'm like, just use the same one. Like, Why do you need so many? That's the thing. I think I'm more comfortable than you guys in a shocking turn of events. I'm like, I can reuse shirts. I don't care. <laughs> I'm the one stinking up the, <laughs> the airstream. <laughs> Maddie's wearing the towel that she, <laughs> she originally brought. She's, yeah, so. I'm draped in seaweed. <laughs> I haven't bathed in days. <laughs> I have like nine shirts and I'm like, hey, it's okay. I don't need those. It is 11 p.m. currently in Seattle. Uh, 1 a.m. in Minneapolis. So when you're hearing this, For those it'll of you be listening like 6 p.m. Yes. And it's a random day, but <laughs> uh, we are okay. We'll see if I've changed since then. No. <laughs> Don't email us. I, I've been changing every day. I take a job. That's what finally gets them to email. They're like, no. we don't. We don't often get emails, but watch it be like that. Your podcast house is gross. Oh boy. So I'm that. an underpacker usually. Yes. I also, I'm like a fan of like packing 24 rubber bands for my hair <laughs> and it's like you don't need those you know yeah. or like i have a contacts case in my bag I, i'm not wearing contacts on this trip <laughs> but i have the case just in, like am i just gonna go to the case <laughs> so that's my general vibe <laughs> so between the three of us we have enough for a small army apparently <laughs> yes anyway Cool. So, have you f- ever found a hidden gem in a city that you've visited? Um, yes. Yeah, I mean a couple, right? Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I bet you'd like to know. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Love is here to tell you. Live from Seattle, it's Liam whispering hidden gems into the mic. <laughs> Can Take we add away. smooth jazz in post? <laughs> It depends Take if we have away. the copyright. <laughs> we'll look in the free clips in the iTunes library. So I remember, um, Maddie will remember this maybe, uh, in our childhood, our parents took us with them to Italy a number of times. How would I not remember that? That was two years <laughs> of our lives, between the ages of 10 and 20. You, in that case... <laughs> I'm not sure if Maddie remembers. You tiny baby chicken <laughs> with half a brain. Why would I not remember that? I'm not sure if Maddie knows about the two years in her childhood that we spent living and going to school in a different country. <laughs> no, but part of that was we went to this island of Capri, which is supposed to be like a beautiful island. I mean, it was fairly pretty, but it's I remember... It to be. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Nothing like the south of Spain. Right. Well, you know, you know. Spanish nachos in Spanish. the south of Spain. <laughs> um, no, but I remember the rest of the family being kind of, like, not very impressed with it. Um, which, I mean, was fair. We saw, like, some shops and, like, not they didn't really have beaches and stuff. But then I remember, like, I, like 30 minutes before we left, my mom and I were walking around for some reason over in some part of the island and we found this like amazingly beautiful vista of like water the ocean it was like the light blue you know like you see like islands and it's like light blue around it and there's the rocks and stuff like that it was it was super pretty have you found any hidden gems corby my brain just goes like (laughs) numb every time i mean i think we collapsed the the beach in portland i think was (gasps) when i had originally been here was was kind of just like Oh, you want to go to a beach? Like I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't put Portland on the Pacific Ocean. Like it just, the, it just didn't connect it. But that was super nice, and I was glad that we had a chance to go back because it's it was just, amazing. It's gorgeous, and there's like no one there, so it's just like it's me and the beach. <laughs> Corby, it's a good point you bring up about not putting Portland on the <laughs> Pacific Ocean. That was Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who did that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Mildly Christian podcast. <laughs> okay, we're done talking. <laughs> no, I, I, that was a, yeah, that was a great find, I will admit. So, souvenirs, worth it, not worth it? What is your hot take? My hot take? What's your hot Don't take? question it. Give us the hot take. Okay. <laughs> is this going to be put in like one of those hot yeah, takes? <laughs> Let's do it. All right. All right. My hot take on souvenirs is. Uh, postcards, I feel like, are the best souvenirs. 
they are cheap, they are small, you don't have to bring them back with you because you send them in the mail. This is so loving. I well, okay, all right. And people like getting postcards, right? You could let me let me paint you a mental picture. <laughs> you could bring someone a little figurine of the Eiffel Tower and they'll be like, Oh my gosh, it's so cool and then they'll put it like on a dresser, if anybody calls them dressers anymore, and they'll probably not what use do you it. Call them like, so like what else would they be clothing houses? <laughs> you could, and they'll put them on the fun clothing house postcards. If you get nice ones, they can be artistic, and people can actually like put them up on walls as art. And I, I really appreciate getting stuff in the mail, so I think it's a really nice thing to be able to send somebody a postcard. Oh, yeah. To be honest, do you want me to send you a postcard from Minnesota? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My precious. <laughs> and, precious uh, postcard. From New Zealand as well, apparently. <laughs> uh, one thing I will say, I accidentally completely scammed her port security one time because <laughs> I was coming back from Rome when I was studying abroad and my mom was like, here are all the things I want you to bring, some bottles of wine, some cheese, some chocolate, all of this stuff. So my suitcase was like 50% clothing, 50% random food my mom wanted. And I was going through security and they were like, anything to declare? And I looked like I straight in the eye and said, nope. Because I completely forgot what was in my bag. <laughs> and I walked through, and about two minutes later, I had this awful realization. I was like, oh no, I have contraband. <laughs> they're like, see, the great part is they're not even going to get you with like the facial like lying software or anything. Because you like believed you were telling the truth 100%. <laughs> I was so I was so dumb. I was like, I spent so many days trying to make all this stupid cheese fit. So... <laughs> Hey, Mildly Awkward fans, we have a new podcast for you to check out. And it's called Sincerely Not Okay. Be sure to check it out on Podbean and iTunes now. Because we're going to play a quick mini game. Yes, we are. It's called Pitch This. Uh, If you could invent an item or device to make travel less stressful, what would it be? Okay, so picture this. Mm -hmm. You are taking a flight and you want to, like, be rested. Mm -hmm. And so you want to take, like, a sleeping pill, right? But you also don't want to be, like, conked out and miss anything. So this is a sleeping pill that shuts down enough of your brain that you feel rested, <laughs> but you're also able to perform basic tasks, like mm. getting on your plane. <laughs> 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 and and it's called safe sleep. <laughs> I also love how a basic task <laughs> is getting on an airplane. <laughs> You have a tag you wear that says, I'm on safe street. They're like, oh, guide him. And, yes. <laughs> like, I'd imagine, like, a, just a simple task. steered, and you can still walk. That's a simple task. The flight attendant is like, he has the safe sleep tag. We'll just get him into his seat. Sir, this is your destination. Also, I love the <laughs> idea that flight attendants God. are... I love the idea that flight attendants want to be guided. <laughs> like, damn it, another safe sleep? Come on, this is worse for us. Oh, yeah, I like it. I do like it, because I would, I would do that. Because it, it, it would eliminate some of the stress, too, of, yeah. like, flying, because then you're just... You know. And, like, it depends on your specific brain chemistry. It could be mm-hmm. that they come down, oh, you know, with the drink cart, and they're like, would you like anything? And you'd be like, go, go, go. <laughs> She's like, vodka? Okay, you want it straight? But they have to feed you. Or you just look at them and just start drooling. And they're like, not for you today, sir. Okay. Safe sleep. Safe sleep. It's like you're asleep, but a zombie. But don't worry, flight attendants get paid enough to help you. I think it would work. I would buy it. I would buy it. Okay, so a simple task is getting on an airplane. I feel like... (laughs) Then... Then there's a lot of other tasks that I feel like you could bring under the simple, like, like umbrella, like right? Well, okay, so my first question was... Safe sleep road trip. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> like, if that's the thing, it lets you sleep and still do basic tasks, why wouldn't everybody use that all the time? Well, they're pretty basic. If someone asks you want something to drink and you look at them and start drooling, I mean, that's basic. <laughs> true, true. But you probably couldn't drive a car on this, right? <laughs> You I don't know. know. <laughs> what if people started abusing it, right? So you're oh, in line gosh. at the checkout, and you're like, hi, how's your day? And the checkout person's like, God, you're like, oh, no, they're on safe sleep. <laughs> they're on safe sleep. <laughs> they have two the, jobs. They're this... using safe sleep for this one. <laughs> they just rang up my cucumber. It's a 40-pound, you know, oh, bag of carrots. Wait, has, has safe sleep been invented? Because I've definitely seen this situation before. 
<laughs> okay, we're gonna move on. Liam, what's your invention? I just want to say it's brilliant. <laughs> I, I'm gonna be I a do, mega billionaire. I do legitimately love it. I do. I really do. I'm not fighting it. All right, my my invention, probably a little less practical than safe sleep, <laughs> is is the mini mini plane cook set because plane food. <laughs> Hold on, not to be confused Let with the explain. mini plane cook set. <laughs> this is the mini mini. <clears throat> right, right. I wanted to differentiate it from camping cook sets. Um, but so it, plain food is horrible, right? So why not bring your own ingredients, your own eggs and bacon, pancake mix and things like that. <laughs> ask for a water when the flight attendant comes around. Then break out your mini cook set. You got a little mini griddle there. You got mini spatula. <laughs> What and you got yourself an American breakfast. What fuel does it use? Uh, <laughs> you order both a water and a propane. From the <laughs> so another thing flight attendants have to have on. The, like, selling <laughs> propane. Like, great, but it's like a tiny little bottle of propane. You just plug They're in. Like, you know, snacks, uh, credit card, vodka, propane. <laughs> The person next to you is like, <laughs> and then you like, oh, I got this. I'll take, the I'll take, I'll take his drink. He wanted a propane. <laughs> Could you operate this on safe sleep? Oh, boy. <laughs> cooking would... is a simple general task. <laughs> it depends See, what you're cooking. You can't if... make freaking cordon bleu with that, but could you make a pancake? Okay, with with the early versions of the mini, mini plain cooks that you generally can't make chicken cordon bleu. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm doubting my interest in this product. Hey, I'm just saying, pancakes on a plane, dude. Pancakes um, on a plane. I was going to say, if safe sleep exists, maybe there's a way to say, yes, I'll have the chicken or whatever. They give you it, you put it through the mini, mini food to energy converter, and they change it into an energy cube that you then burn for fuel. <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, back up. So they're coming down the aisle with actual real prepared food that is warm and ready to eat, and you go, give it to me. I'm going to... <laughs> give it to me. What happens next? <laughs> I'm going to yes, put give it me in... The food. I'm going to put it in... Uh, <laughs> Years that I have my cook set, but I would like the food. You put it in machine number one (laughs) and make it into a tiny cube. (laughs) I've lost the plot. I've lost the plot. Okay. And then you put it into machine number two to make tiny pancakes. <laughs> the the assumption the other assumption is that although technology has gone this far <laughs> to make food into literal energy cubes they haven't made airplane food any better. <laughs> also I want to point out you've gone from hot and ready to eat food to two machineries or <laughs> processes to hot and ready to eat food at the other end. True. And an hour True. later everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that was a great meal." And you're like, "One more." <laughs> When I go public with my tiny, tiny airplane food kit, just like mildly awkward went public, you guys are maybe going to want some of them great stocks there. Oh, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken safe I'd buy it. I'm going to buy it. I'm okay. <laughs> well, these um, are some really solid ideas that yeah. seem normal. So, Corby, what is your follow-up? Uh, I had no idea the direction you two were going to go. Honestly, I don't think either of us did. Um, Mine was literally a jumpsuit that you could wear. <laughs> you just wear it to the, the plane. Um, it's kind of like if you imagine like Kill Bill, her yellow jumpsuit. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's so it's just like... a zipped up, like you have no underwear, nothing underneath. Like it's just, you just wear this jumpsuit. It has a hood. The hood is a pillow. That is my invention. <laughs> and it's just, you wear it all the time. How is this different than being an interesting person on a plane? <laughs> Well, if that's my biggest flaw, then I'm okay with it. <laughs> to be fair, it's much more surmountable than, you know, the dual <laughs> process food cube burning of energy. 
this or the is... fact that part of your brain is being shut down on this pill. <laughs> so I'll buy it. Okay, perfect. You. Thank I you would, so much. I would buy it. <laughs> so we are going to power through some Ask the Expert. You are an expert on traveling. Okay. Um, yes, you are. So these questions are coming from our very real, uh, very honest, and very help-seeking uh, <gasps> listeners. Yes. They need your help, Liam. I am ready to provide my help. Okay. Perfect. The first one is, I hate packing. Anytime I'm prepping for a trip, I always get anxiety and feel I'm going to miss something. It's starting to make vacationing and taking trips a bigger hassle than it needs to be. Have any tips for overcoming my anxiety of packing and making the trips a little less stressful? This comes from Pack Attack in Tacoma. In Tacoma. Uh, That's pass. an important pass next question. <laughs> <laughs> No, ladies no. and gents, um, he's distracted by his tiny oven that he's making <laughs> little biscuits in right now. What's the name um, of his all-white rap group? <laughs> little biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled out little biscuits. <laughs> I I would say so. The first thing you, I would do is lay out all of your stuff that you want to pack, and then leave the house for a while. <laughs> Don't come back. Don't come back. Stay in your house. Don't go. <laughs> so, so you left your house, but then you're not supposed to come back to your house, but you're yes. supposed to stay there. Just just go. If Where it's time go? for your flight, leave to the place that you're going to. So Otherwise... lay just let fate take care of it. <laughs> oh, yep. okay. Yep, yeah. If you the put other... it out to the universe that you're packing, maybe it'll be packed. You know, there's that monkeys in the typewriter thing. <laughs> I think a similar thing could be said for your, for your suitcase. <laughs> That the, makes perfect sense. The other way to get around this is to take three sa- Sasha Jameson. <laughs> I'm sorry. Three, three <laughs> I, Sasha Jameson. I, I just did before the podcast. I don't know. I think he's on safe sleep. Oh, man. boy. <laughs> I was going to say to take three shots of Jameson before you pack every item of clothing, and then you won't be able to remember past your underwear. Before you pack each item of clothing? Yes. Oh, jeez. It'll... It won't go faster, but you won't remember it. Like, you're going to get to your destination, so I'm pack, like, underwear, shirts, my lamp. <laughs> First off, three shots of Jameson. What is happening? Like, you're not out for the rest of the day. No, no, like, but after each item. So oh, you pack one, like, like, one shirt, three shots. Shot. Oh, no, you're dead. <laughs> like, well, you're going to take well, a short trip to alcohol poisoning land, right, for but, which you don't have to pack. But you get the important things right away, and then you get rushed to the hospital, you come back, your suitcase already has your underwear and socks, which is all that anybody really needs for... I kind of I I see where you're going with this. Like honestly, it's like we may have to, you're only focused on what's important. We also may have to calibrate the amount, <laughs> but sure. I get it. Three watered down shots of Jameson. <laughs> Four porpulent corpus. <laughs> porpulent porpoises. Yeah, we're having an issue here. <clears throat> okay, the next question is: I travel for work often, but can't seem to enjoy my time in new cities. Not sure why. I'll often go out for drinks or spend time at popular locations, but it just makes me feel like a tourist and I get annoyed with tourists in my city how can I enjoy a city without feeling like a passing consumer from not another magnet in Portland well I think the easy answer to this is to not do any work in the new city because (laughs) I think that's kind of what's getting you down as you travel for work just don't do the work you know (laughs) that'll instantly raise your mood every work trip could be a vacation exactly if you just stop doing the work (laughs) the next thing I think would be to just do what you do in your regular city so instead of going out just sit at home in your in your hotel room watch Netflix you know, Tokyo is the same as as Iowa, right? It's, I was you not feel that like bad a native. <laughs> from inside the hotel, it's the same. Exactly. Okay. That that would be my so. Tip. From the depths of your existential crisis, it's pretty much all the same. Exactly. Exactly. Just do whatever you do at home. You know, try to do laundry at your hotel. It's it'll be great. The last one here. I like to travel solo, and one of my favorite things to do is take pictures. The problem is. That I come back from my trips with a lot of great pictures of the scenery, but none of me. How do I get more pictures of myself when I travel solo? I don't think people always know how to use my nice camera. This comes from Loneliest Photographer in L.A. Oh, but the selfie stick has already been invented. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you idiot. <laughs> Take your miserable but sack of nice your camera. body. But with his nice camera, That's do true. the sticks hold those? That's true. Well, you have to, like, see, the do thing a is, selfie two by four with those. True. <laughs> the thing is, you can't actually trust anybody to hold your camera because people take it and run off with it and that happens so often that you really uh, can't trust anyone oh, this is terrifying <laughs> I, I, this is my first trip that I have my nice camera and that does like legitimately that's why I'm like that's true. No, some that's Seattle okay. people have had their grubby little hands all over it <laughs> Have they? Every person that I've... Tra- I'm sorry. I can't keep... Something can't tells keep me you're not taking this, this seriously. It's very invalidating. Are we taking another trip to Gaslight Park? Oh, gosh. Liam? Insiders. Um, to give context with that, Liam and Corby went to a place called... What was it? Oh, I don't even know. Gas. Gas. Works. works. Yes. Gas works part at park, and Liam came back and said, "It's Gaslight Park." <laughs> and for those of you who know what gaslighting is, it's like being really invalidating of someone's experiences and emotions. Like right now. Like right now. So every time Liam has said something mildly, um, mildly shitty, we just go, "Oh, nice Gaslight Park, are we?" <laughs> so go tweet him. Fair. <laughs> Special thanks to our sponsor, Acacia Counseling and Wellness, for your peace of mind. Head on over to AcaciaCW.com. That's A-C-A-C-I-A-C-W.com to learn more. Let's move on to our next mini game. Sounds good. It's called In-Flight Entertainment. Give us an idea for a movie that would be perfect for playing on the plane ride over. And to be fair, this is not an existing movie that's out that we would adapt. You have to write and produce a movie that is designed for in-flight entertainment. We want okay. 90 pages of a script <laughs> tonight before you leave. But like, pitch, pitch us a movie basically that would just be perfect for an in-flight movie. Okay, so the thing that people do not want to think about when they're on a plane <laughs> is the plane going down, right? <laughs> yes. So we make a movie that's a montage of ships. No, 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 no. <laughs> There, the ships and there's huge killer waves that are <laughs> can I stop you right there for just a second so it's called the yes. killers of the land well, walkers well but that's so the thing so the movie plays people are like oh my gosh and the ships are like and you know <laughs> but also assuming and that then... most people on airplanes are like it, it was either this flight or taking that <laughs> ship across it the was, Pacific. It was either <laughs> air travel or the RMS Titanic. Going from the Midwest to Seattle. And then the third act of the movie is just like a diagram of how high planes are above the sea. <laughs> you see, you know, like whales normal waves. To yeah, exactly. Beautiful. Highest waves. And then the, the flight attendants come on and, aren't you glad you're not in a boat? And that's it. Wow. The flight attendants on the flight that they're watching... Yes. Do they, they shoot a new scene every time it plays on a different plane, or the, or they like, they shift it or is it they're like, oh, okay, Carol, yeah, I'm making the coffee. Can you get on the PA right? They're, they're about to end the movie. She's like, aren't you glad you're on a plane? Like, oh, yes. I hate that part. Just to add that human touch, you know. And they like pause the film so you know someone's talking, and you're like, oh, what? <laughs> who that? would you Who would you tap to direct that movie? <laughs> mm, so my first, like. First choice would be Christopher Nolan, of course. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like, it seems so stupid, but it made me think so much. That that wave could have got me. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> what are you saying? This is not a segment called "Tell Me Who Your Favorite Director Is." <laughs> no, I think he could really he could really go pretty far with it. And then you know, some people would be like, "Oh, that like you know boat plane movie. It's so complicated." And then you'd know that they were actually lying about Inception being complicated. <laughs> <laughs> all right so it has like multiple layers yes. who would you cast in in that movie like a couple stars we need some big names attached to this right right of course i think hugh jackman would be the guy <laughs> in the boat <laughs> he's in the boat yes the the waves would be going and he would be essentially the character that he was from chappy and he'd be like <laughs> we we can't get past these wives <laughs> so he is doing his original accent i was going to yes. ask yes good, yes very good. but he does he does have his like sort of mohawk from Chappie and you see a lot of shots of like his biceps as he's trying to like bring the boat back into its into <laughs> so its, it's like regular slow course motion. he's like oh and it's like you know water crashing on his chest and pecs <laughs> okay maybe this got a, a little bit away from me <laughs> no no it's yeah. perfect I think you know 50% of people on planes are women and I'm sure you, you know a lot of people would <laughs> maybe every time that. his boats go down he's like oh I wish I was on a plane or something <laughs> like that <laughs> 
so <laughs> that's a signature line. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the thing that's on the bottle, on like the box with the preview. I wish I was on a plane. Hugh Jackman. It's Hugh like Jackman. forty years in the future. It becomes a children's cartoon. <laughs> and, oh, oh my gosh, mom, let's watch. I wish I was on a plane. <laughs> Is that the name of the movie now? Oh boy! And all the that's... children have adapted Australian accents <laughs> just to say the title. That feels too heavy-handed to have that be the title of. How about movie. I'm glad I'm not on a boat. You know, a little bit of reverse psychology. Yes. <laughs> who else would star? Um, uh, who's the actor that was in? Oh boy, The Magician's Apprentice, The what? Sorcerer's Apprentice. What? Jay Baruchel. Yes, Jay Baruchel for sure. He would names? be on there as well. <laughs> he was in Tropic Thunder. As I well. will not. He will become this. a household name after this movie is made. <laughs> so don't worry. I'm not watching this movie unless Naomi he Watts would. is starring opposite Hugh <laughs> Jackman. he would be. Well, Naomi Watts has been in a movie about a wave before, so she can be like, "Not another wave," because she's also Australian, right? Oh, oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, now we need Charlize Throne on there as well. She's mm-hmm. not Australian. Oh dang! She plays a sure? seagull. Oh my gosh, she's South African. Like, she's such a chameleon. She can melt into any role. <laughs> No, but Jay Baruchel needs to be there, and then also, oh gosh, Jay like a Baruchel couple is other... also not Australian. I know, I know, he's not Australian, but he needs to be like the American crew person. Who else? Some other actors from Australia. All the Hemsworths. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, Nicole, our friend Nicole. Hi, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Kidman. Yes. She's from Australia. Okay. Well, I think the Hemsworths would be better. So, Australia. do they get to be on a plane, or are they in no? The boat? So they're all on the boat, right? And as. <laughs> As Hugh Jackman is there, like, <laughs> wrestling with the tiller with his arms and stuff like that, Jay Baruchel and, like, the Hemsworths are, like, manning the boat or whatever, and they go underneath, you know, and Jay Baruchel's like, oh my gosh, why are we on a... <laughs> why are we on a boat? And, and the Hemsworths... And I think Drew Barrymore should be there. <laughs> and she's like... She's like, yeah, you guys. Listen to I Jay Baruchel. <laughs> Yeah, and that's like the, the crew talk or whatever. He talks to the Hemsworths, and they're like, oh, I, whatever his name is, the captain. Okay, captain. don't give away the plot. Okay. I think we're good where we are. I think everyone's going to watch it. Perfect. Fair. So really, in a way, so all these people are on boats. So the star of the air travel is you, the viewer, True. in a plane. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> the whole movie shot from the perspective of someone looking out of a plane. The perspective of a plane. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever asks the plane's perspective. <laughs> Okay, well, I would watch this. I think I would be I'd mildly entertained, but also a little bit horrified. But, you know, there's enough beefcake in there. It's good for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running too far with this, because in my mind, I'm like, well, maybe you could have a game show where it's like... <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Maybe you could have a game show where what? <laughs> <laughs> where people come on, and it's called... <laughs> it's called Who Rides the Boat and Who Rides the Plane. <laughs> It's got a bit of that Hunger Games vibe because you do <laughs> have to legally ride the boat if you get chosen. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> oh, right. oh boy. Well, so we're gonna move on <laughs> to our last thing. We, that we can't have. top that. <laughs> so we're gonna finish off with some deal breakers before we go. Your significant other mimics the accent of the place that where you're traveling the whole time you two are there. Yeah, I'm gonna say it's a deal breaker. I just like. The extreme example is imagine Jamaica, right? (laughs) (laughs) The most easily (laughs) offensed place. Just like the first, I'd be, nope, nope, let's not do this. They get off the plane, they're like, hey, mom, you're like, Karen, I have to leave you. (laughs) We're getting separate rooms. (laughs) Our 12 year marriage is ending now. Then everybody might rub off on you too, right? So by the time you go to Jamaica, you've been together for a while. I don't know how. <laughs> That's um, beautiful. Yeah, that's definitely a deal breaker. Because <laughs> I would secretly, like, when I when I was in Europe, I'm like, I secretly want to talk with a British accent. But it's like, no, I wouldn't do that in front of someone. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or nonstop. Yeah. They're like, good night, honey. Like, good night, honey. Like, <laughs> I feel like the other part of that is the person that goes for like a week or two weeks to Europe and then comes back with a British accent. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> I knew someone in law school who lived in Germany for like two years, mm-hmm. and came, like in his adulthood, right? And he came back with like this very sort of mild European accent. I'm like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so don't do that. Your significant other prefers to stay in and around the hotel rather than explore the city. Um, so they're I like, think... we have a pool. I'm just going to keep going to that pool. And they're like, come on. 
I feel like this depends on how, like, oh, no, no, that would be a deal breaker. I'm sorry, I just can't. It sounds like they would do really well in a resort, because that's yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. 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 If that was, like, the only thing you flew there for, is just to be in a right. resort, then I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I can see that. But otherwise, like, every time. I could see if they were, like, easily swayed. If they were like, oh, I just want to be in the pool, and then, like, you still got to go out and do things during the day. But if it's just, like, always drive by the pool, no. How about for you? I think it's a deal breaker. It'd just be, like, come on, leave See, the hotel. It would be, okay, if they if that's all they wanted to do, that would be a deal breaker for mm-hmm. me, but I'm much more lenient in this area because I am an extreme introvert, and it takes me so long to get, like, my batteries recharged, and I need alone time, and I need time to not be around a city. Yeah. So I'm much more forgiving in that way. But if they're like, no, five days by the hotel yeah. pool. <laughs> I don't want to set foot in this filthy city. Then I'd be like, eh, okay. Yeah, because I would totally understand that difference. But if it's just like, no, I don't even want to know wherever the hell I am. <laughs> like, I'd rather just I know this I want to be pool. in here yeah. so long, I forget what country I'm in. You're like, okay. And I come out with a slight British accent. <laughs> we were in Iceland. I wouldn't know because I was by the pool. Slight British accent in Prunitos. <laughs> So your significant other always gets so many souvenirs that you have to check a new checked bag every time you fly. Oh, boy. Oh, man. (laughs) I feel like this would a little bit depend on the quality of the souvenirs. If they got so many postcards, they had to check a bag full of postcards. Ah, that is impressive. (laughs) I don't think I've ever... Marry that girl. (laughs) I don't think I've seen that many postcards in my life. It, you, okay, if it's postcards, that's like a new level. So basically, thing. you're saying if you want to impress Liam, just get him a huge yes. deck of postcards. <laughs> Dang, I don't know. I don't think that would automatically be a deal breaker because it could be really cool stuff, right? Like wines and cheeses and like interesting clothings and stuff like that that like you can't actually get on like Amazon or whatever. It would it be probably an extra. Amazon. <laughs> Amazon's quite vast. But yeah, yeah, Liam. Yeah, yeah. I, it's only for books, right? Is <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> should we sh- should we tell them? <laughs> Together. <laughs> Together. You need to hear this from people you trust. <laughs> no, I don't think it's automatically a deal breaker. Ooh, okay, how about for you? Well, I was imagining the process, like being with that person, and they're like the shopping process. So, like, do they have a list of people that they always get souvenirs for? So they're like, okay, well, I need to get this person a souvenir. I need to get that person. Or are they just going and being like, whatever I like, I'm just going to buy. Because I feel like that's slightly different where I'm like, okay. like Which one would be a deal breaker for you? If they, like, had to go and find every single person. Because you're not really enjoying Oh, so the right, agenda anything. shopper would be like, no, you're not yeah, really here. Yeah. But the one who's just like, oh, this is really cool. I'm yeah. sure I could find someone to give that to. And, yeah, and buy it. I'm like, cool, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I think or, it also depends on how long you're going to be there. If you're in a city for, like, four days and you have an entire checked bag worth of stuff, like, what else are you doing? Preach. It's just, like, two sombreros. I bought the Space Needle <laughs> Run! <laughs> Before they noticed it's it, like it's on the skyline. <laughs> So, it's been a process. <laughs> we're a little slap a happy, but we're all here. We're here. This has been a great trip. This yes. Has. This so is fun. kind of like a fun way, although I feel slightly like I'm taking your sleeping pill. <laughs> it feels, it, it, it was like a good way to end the trip. Like, yeah. just cozy it up. At cozy the, it up. Talking about the dumbest stuff we talked about. (laughs) Please go to our Facebook. We'll post pics of our Airstream as well. Because Mm -hmm. it's super tiny but very cute. Mm -hmm. And if anyone out there wants to make a prototype of Safe Sleep, I'm telling you it's going to be big. (laughs) Will you test it? I'm a vision. (laughs) (laughs) I'll do a whole podcast on Safe Sleep. Would you like a Dill Pickle? Pickle? Yeah. Deal breaker. I heard that is a apricot. My next campaign is going to be fighting against the discrimination that safe sleep users face when jerks like you two make fun of how they talk. So that's all for me tonight on the Mildly Awkward Podcast. Oh boy! Uh, thank you so much, Liam, for being er, for <laughs> staying in this place with us. Uh, I'm like, thanks for coming, but uh, <laughs> you can't leave. Thank, thanks for having me over for tonight, and then tomorrow, I guess I'll just drive mm. back to my house yeah. in Colorado. <laughs> Perfect. Wonderful. Yes. No, seriously, thank you for having me on. Um, was... I like listening to this podcast. Oh, thank you. So it'll thanks. come. It's come for full circle now. Liam. 
Yes. Are you listening right now? Yes. Did you like this episode? Not you. Not you, no, Liam. No, the future oh, Liam. Future Shut Liam. up, when you're present Liam. How, how am I no, supposed sh- to answer No, sh- Liam, let, let future Liam okay. have a chance okay. to talk. Jeez He's a safe piece. Okay, Liam, right. <laughs> did you enjoy this? We're leaving room for you to answer. I, what, what would future you do if you heard someone talking to you on a podcast? I... I would I would contact them and be like whatever cult you're in I'm in it too. <laughs> Wait, you want to join the cult where they worship you know, future well, you? Well, okay. So if they know that I'm listening to it in the future and they address me, I know for sure that that's the right cult to <laughs> be in. Okay, we've gotten way off track. We're trying to say goodnight. It's been a really long day. We're all a little slap happy. We're future, in a tin can together. Future Liam, you can join our cult by going to going to your email and then emailing us at mildly awkward podcast at gmail.com yep that's where you can do it thank you so much everyone for spending a weird weird hour with us we had a lot of fun i have been your co-host corby i have been your co-host maddie i have been your quadruple co-host liam and this is the mildly awkward podcast have a good night Bye. bye, bye.